Most pancake syrups contain artificial flavors, artificial colors, and high fructose corn syrup. But there's an all-natural option free of additives in the same aisle. Real maple syrup from Canada is made from one ingredient. So turn the bottle and check the label. Is your syrup real maple? 100% pure maple, straight from Mother Nature herself. One ingredient, one source, one flavor. PureMapleFromCanada.com What's good, ladies and gentlemen? You're listening to, listening to Sideline Talk. I am the humble beast, sports radio, unashamed herd. But it is y'all, LC underscore ST. What's up, babe? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Coach Tay in the building. Everyone's back. No more random. That's what I'm talking about. It's boy, random ways. <laughs> AKA, I will take this show left if need be. That's how you feel? Yeah. I don't got no choice but to go. Left when you go left. Yeah. Nah, I have to agree. I don't <laughs> Wow. That's understandable. He's the type of guy where, you know, it tends to happen. But you listen to Sideline Talk. <sighs> Lined up on the show today. We got WrestleMania 34 breakdown. We're talking about um, NFL draft, the upcoming NBA playoffs. As well as, you know, the usual shot but the stop at questions. And let's get into it, man. I'm pretty sure we're going to have some type of random conversation at some point. Yeah. But let's, let's get into it. So let me say something. Yeah, I already in my mind already went there. Where, where did it go? Um, I don't know. Shout out to, uh, to what's her name? Yeah, what's your name? Um, from the Heart Foundation. What's her name? Natalia. Natalia. Shout out to Natalia. And the fact that she was uh, unshaven. Let me just say that. <laughs> In all her glory. <laughs> oh, not the stickiest of the icky. Go ahead, Natalia. <laughs> she is my new favorite diva. <laughs> you know, when I seen that wardrobe malfunction in the split. Mm, I said, she got two splits down there. Go ahead, Natalia. <laughs> wow. Wow. This dude. So what was your thoughts besides Natalia's splits? What was your thoughts on... Uh, WrestleMania 34. I think I'm drawing a blank, but uh, <laughs> it was a it was a good night. I thought it could have been better. Um, a lot of people don't like Roman Reigns, and I just feel bad for him because he's put in a lot of situations where he's not allowed to show his wrestling ability. When you wrestle Brock Lesnar, you cannot show your wrestling ability. You ha- it's pretty much a strikers match and belly to back suplexes, and that's it. Um, I made a point last night about. Talking about him and Braun Strowman, how they actually had a very good feud because both of them are very athletic. And even though Braun Strowman is limited, he's not as limited as Brock Lesnar. So um, that could have been better. I think the triple threat match for the IC belt should have been longer. Um, I think the Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles match was good. Um, probably, probably was match of the night. Asuka and Charlotte was good. Um, the tag team match was a joke. 
the SmackDown tag team match. No. To me, with, no. with the, what they call the, the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, they, now that I'm a, a joke. I'm I'm not a big fan of the Bludgeon Brothers outfit. I hate it. I love the entrance. I love the coats. I love the mask. And they take it off. I'm like, if y'all go in the back and change with that raggedy, it's like 2000 Kane outfit. Right. Like, nobody want to see this nonsense. But I thought, I see why they were slated to wrestle there. Because, as you know, in, in years past of WrestleManias, whenever the hypest match happens, the following match is typically a dud. It seems that way. Mm-hmm. Because the audience is out of it from the first match. Mm-hmm. It's like, bruh. So I'm looking at like, okay, they follow up Ronda and them um, with New Day. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fly. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, keep, keep the energy going. But it was just like, even with the great charisma and all the high-flying acts of New Day and Usos with the Bludgeon Brothers, the crowd was still out of it because they was tweaking and like, yo, Ronda really killed it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's where it got lost. I thought if they'd have put the, um, uh, what you call it, the acknowledgement of the Hall of Fame entrance mm-hmm. right, th- right, right after the match and then went to the tag team, we'd have, we'd have felt better about it. Because when, mm-hmm. you, when you go back and watch that match, it's like, Huh. The match was good. It was just the timing was off. It's like it was short too. Yeah, like you can't follow what we just seen. Mm-hmm. Like Ronda just th- just blew out my like. Wait a minute. Like wait, you can't really do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was just mind blowing how good that match was, especially for it to be the first one. It's just like not even New Day could 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 save it. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I thought. But and even the Bray, I thought the um, Strowman, I thought that was probably the weakest match, yeah, Strowman right. and Nicholas. But it's gonna be some comedy tonight, right? I think it's gonna be some comedy just because of that. It's like because now it's like, all right, Strowman ain't gonna have the little boy be his tag team partner forever. So, <laughs> so who's gonna be his partner for real? First of all, he was scared as a whole when they tagged him. In. <laughs> I thought he was gonna pee on himself <laughs> when they tagged him in. Um. I thought Stephanie did a tremendous job um, selling selling Ronda and even wrestling to her own standpoint. She did pretty good. Um, I think they did a good job selling each other. Yeah. What I mean by that is when she was trying to go for the armbar mm-hmm. and Stephanie kept Brock flocking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at Stephanie's biceps. Look at Ronda Rousey's biceps. <laughs> yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Really, you can't you can't bring out of that. Okay. So they did a good job of selling each other. Yeah, and Triple H did a hell of a job selling Rossi as well. What was his interest like? Because it was that, it was, that's what I it, was it was vintage Triple H. I mean, I said it was the same, it was the same one. Okay, it's but just it's that still, she had her own motorcycle this time instead of riding on the back. It was still good though. It was like it was alright. It was the same thing ABA do it. The Shinsuke. best interest to me was Shinsuke Nakamura. No, just to me, Undertaker. What the take? That's the same entrance. <laughs> yeah. The, but that's the thing with taking though. The promo it's of still, it. It still is the same. It still like, looks you the same way. The coat and hat in the middle of the ring. With the lightning strike. With the lightning strike. <laughs> and then the lightning strike. Out. Then, like, then it disappears. 
Then it, then then it go out again. And then he come the out. The came out. Then like, yo, the scene of dope. walking back up the ramp. <laughs> then the gong hit. Like, <laughs> We've been doing this since 1993. And it's still yeah. dope. That's why bro. it's dope. That's why it's still dope. He ain't got to switch it up. I thought, but to your point, I thought, I, I don't know. It's I, I still like Charlotte. No, Charlotte, Charlotte was fire. Charlotte was dope, with ha- having her pops entrance to start out yeah, with the with everybody on the throne and all, I think that was fire. It almost made you forget about how manly her face was, but it was it was pretty good. She like, got mad face. She's strong. It was hell in her face. Strong. You got a muscle ass face though. You don't even want no face from it. She's strong as hell in her face. No, because you can't let her touch that malignant mole she got. Oh, oh wow. Wow. no, uh, but. She's hella performing. Oh, it's like Austin Powers, mole, 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 mole. It is it's not as dark as that, but it's resetting. Oh, yeah. That's because they foundation the hell out of it. Yeah, they foundation the hell out of that. You, yeah. you, you, you got right. the hair sticking out of it. It's probably is. Yeah. They're probably trimming. Yeah. For the show. Yeah. It was good. It was okay. <laughs> but the chick, the chick looked good that was doing Shinsuke Guitar, though. Yeah, that was fire. Oh. His sensors was fire. Yeah. Yeah, that was good, but that, um, but you expect that. Like, I, that's, I, I going, didn't know what they was gonna no, do. No, going in, going in, I was like, "Yo, Shinsuke entrance," because usually, like in NXT, his entrances was always over the top. Like when pick the views came around, so I'm like, "This WrestleMania, what are you going to do?" Mm-hmm. I thought it was dope. I thought, like you said, I thought that was the match of the night. I figured that going into the event, and they lived up to it. Miz, Miz was the only 3D entrance that I liked. Oh, um, you didn't care for. Yeah, um, Oh, we have to yes. address this. I was about to say, you ain't care for New Day 3D? We gotta, the, the 3D part was horrible. But the midget that tore the ACL, that was the greatest part. Oh, you missed oh, oh, yes. Wait a minute. Y'all, that was so funny. Look, like they was running around a ring, and they was doing the, um, the worm and everything. And when he got up, he started limping. I told them, I was like, I think he just turned his ankle or something. But then as you see him walk, you know, he was trying to put no pressure on that ankle. <laughs> And then we immediately got on Facebook, and then somebody was like, "Yeah, he, he was in hella pain on the low." And you can just see it on his walk. I was, I was just laughing too, man. It was so like, when you a midget, do you really like buckle your knee? Do you have a knee? Do you? Was like, he something? Look, it was probably hip too. Like, see, but you didn't tell him the best part though. All the midgets had on. Um, pancake oh, uniforms. So it was like it was like short stacks of pancakes. I was like, I cried laughing. Yeah, like I forgot about that. So it made it hilarious. Yeah. Like like three yeah. black guys bringing a whole bunch of bitchy white did people. Bring, did they bring out king's hair? <laughs> no. But that oh was my good. gosh, <laughs> that would have killed me. Mm. <laughs> that would have killed me. If I seen the king's syrup too. Oh man. But the Bludgeon Brothers, to me, that's a good that the way they won in kind of like in a dominant fashion. That's a good segue to bring AOP up. Mm-hmm. They oh, that yeah, they run in their mouth and then he gonna Paul Ellerin come out spot like yo, like we we really about dominance mm-hmm. and bring them out. That'd be crazy. So who else should be coming up with NXT? From or Ember, from NXT, Ember Moon is is the one for me. Yeah, Ember Moon chick. definitely is on her way up. I mean, Asian chick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. she are, she was there for Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, I would think she'd be there too tonight. Because yeah, usually Ember, tonight gonna be something crazy. Back, the first like, two shows after the WrestleMania usually be crazy. Ember Moon then put not for not a lot of effort on her NXT. Mm. Right, Who so the I chick definitely was hitting people with her hair? 
That's some Indian chick. No, she's black. No, she's Indian. Is she Indian? Yeah. Oh, I thought she was black. Well, she trained with she the Indian. Her ponytail was like... Down to her, yeah, like, yeah, I forgot her name. Yeah, she she tra- I'm sorry, she might she might be black. I think she's training with um Punjab. What is the hell is a Punjab name? Um Abi Abibi. Oh my gosh, we just went real quick. Right? What are you doing? What's his name? Jinder oh, Mahal? Yes, there you go. Oh my oh, gosh! Jinder Mahal. How did you get that? Yo, 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 we just put some racist on here. <laughs> I can't even repeat what you said. You but I'm gonna write it down. <laughs> Tell him to drink his Pepsi because that's not. Oh my god! I forgot his name. That's my bad. See, I, I can't wow, what it was called. that was great. Like, that was. I mean, no, it wasn't great. No, it was. I mean, just went from like he lost it for a minute. Wow, I can't think his name. Did y'all watch Takeover? Uh, I watched the end of Takeover. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the beginning? I watched the beginning of it. The ladder match. The ladder match was dope. Unreal. What? It's a match? To yeah, start the pay per view off. The new Unreal. The North, yeah, the North American North title. American title. Yeah. That match was crazy. If, it's worth going back and looking at. What? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the very first yes. match. Yes. I, I haven't even watched the rest of the card yet because I'm still digesting what I just watched. Yeah, I watched that. The last two matches was worth For NXT? Yes. Okay, so I'm the whole card going to be. With the beard and his tag team partner. What's his name? Um, Johnny Wrestling or something like that. Okay. Yeah. That was great. The one before that one was good too. For the NXT title, that was good. Adam Cole was in that one, wasn't he? And what's the other guy's name? I ain't. I forgot his name. Adam Cole and the other guy with the tattoos. Yeah. Okay. It was good. All right. All right. That's enough. Let's get away. From, in fact, before we get before we get away from wrestling, Rousey. What's your thoughts? A plus. Pleasantly surprised. I was very surprised. I actually. When they didn't start the match, I was like, oh, they're trying to cover for him. She ain't ready. So yeah. that's and she got in there and she looked pretty good. Yeah. She got moves. She, she got to change her, um, her, her entrance music to me. And her attire. You like the rowdy Ronda look? I don't mind. I don't mind the entrance attire. I'm the entrance attire, but her wrestling attire. She had on some. So t- I mean, it's the same thing that she did in MMA. Exactly. That's why she needed to change it. Oh, okay. It's not flattering to her body. It's not. She's not gonna get any male viewership like that because they ain't got the view. So she need to have something. I don't know. She got a ton of viewers now. Before <laughs> she got a ton of viewers. Just imagine an iron board <laughs> <laughs> with a uh, with an arm lock, and that's all oh. the rest. Of it. So when she open and close, they like stop, stop. stop. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah you open. From what I've seen. Stop. The hinges look greased. <laughs> you, know <what> I, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yo. Oh, man. This dude. I'm going to share that in the group. This dude is stupid. Yeah. Wow. But no, I thought I thought Rhonda, from, from the entrance, it was like, oh, she got her game face. I thought it was fly with the smoke. You know what I mean? It, the look of it was dope. Like I agree with you, though. The entrance music does need to change. That was kind of like... I don't know what that is. Oh, because his contract was... He renewed his contract, basically. But what's greatest the, Royal Rumble? They, I don't know. Maybe it's a... Then they already had a Royal Rumble this year? That's how. That's what Sensei won? Correct. Yeah, but this might be something different. It might be something new they add. I but, understand what that... If you don't know what we're talking about, it says Universal Champion Brock Lesnar resigns with WWE and will face Roman Reigns at Greatest Royal Rumble. I'm like, didn't the Royal Rumble already happen? Like, what? I don't know. 
I hope that it's, that's a segue to a new pay per view. Because I ain't got time for niggas to be running waiting January. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when I'm still a champ. Like, nah, <laughs> hell no. Like, y'all, y'all turned the backwards with this right, one. You waiting the whole year? I ain't got time for that. Okay, I was rooting for Roman Reigns. Greatest Royal Rumble event, April 27th. Yes, sir. Right. Come on, Roman Reigns. Just win the belt, man. Please. Like, damn. Anybody but Brock. The event will Please. also feature the first ever 50 man Greatest Royal Rumble match. Hmm. That's gonna be interesting. That's too many people. There's a lot of people. That's too many people. Thirty is enough. And it, and it's you had plenty more to that. Thirty's a lot, but fifty's gonna probably be awesome because now they're gonna have some some gimmicky guys and some probably good guys and stuff like that. So, now take the gimmicks away, like the Andre the Giant rub. I was like, where the hell's our truth been at? He in the ring shooting. What? Our truth. He in there shoot. Throw somebody out. I'm like, what? Where the hell did our truth come from? And then Goldust threw him out and dab. Like, I was like, stop. Oh, that was just petty. Goldust still around? Right. Gold dust still around? right. We seen Goldust wrestle in front of Della Roses a couple years back. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's, let's get away from wrestling. Get into the shop to stop this real quick. All right, Shop of the Stop It segment this week is brought to you by our draft that's happening, the draft party at Bill Bateman's on April 26th. Be there at 6 p.m., BYOB, buy your own food. You're going to have a good time. It's going to be great. <laughs> First Shop of the Stop It for Baltimore Ravens fans. This is Joe Flacco's last year with the Baltimore Ravens. Shop of the Stop It. Nobody want to go first? Hey, Mike, I'll, go <laughs> first. I'll go first. I'm going to stop it. Um, contractually, he'll be back. And by some miracle, if John saves his job, he's definitely going to be back. Um, I don't think we'll have a quarterback of the future just yet. I'm hoping that we... We'll be in the running for Drew Locke next year. That's kind of the hopes, but not really. Hope. How the hell are you going <laughs> to keep his job if that's the hope? Yeah, you ain't got to worry about that. No, what I'm saying is I hope we can have Drew Locke for next year and we ain't got to worry about Joe being back. But I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think um, – I forgot where I was. Yeah, I don't think Joe Flacco is going anywhere just yet. Okay. I'm stopping it as well. Um, The last last few years, his numbers has been bad. But the biggest reason behind it is injuries. Because you had, what was that? In fifteen, it was yeah, in fifteen he tore his ACL and missed the rest of the year. Sixteen, he was recovering from it, so he missed all of training camp. And his back. And and then seventeen mm-hmm. was his back. You got your back, and then not only not only was that crucial because you got hurt early in camp, and you missed all this time in chemistry with the acquisitions 
that you you know you just acquired Jeremy Macklin. So you miss all that time to develop chemistry. You miss time with Brashad. Actually, neither one of them has been healthy at the same time during training camp. So neither one of them developed that rapport. And then you see it in their play when it's like, I'm overthrowing you, I'm underthrowing you, you don't know when to jump for this ball. You know what I mean? So bad things happen. The one good thing about it, he didn't have to learn a new playbook. So this season, barring injury, I think he has, he'll have enough time to develop chemistry with his receivers. And we see once he get chemistry with the guys, he can put up good numbers. You you pointed to it, um, Coach, towards the end of the season, how you believe it turned when Joe not only was healthy, but he said, move, put the game in my hands. And he just started to cut up down the field. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we went from, what, 18 points a game to like 29 a game. I don't care what nobody say – the Ravens scored twenty nine a game. That's impressive. With supposed it, to win, you supposed to win. With and then he he only had a modest amount of weapons and still put up twenty nine. Modest is, is it's right being generous, generous. Yeah. exactly in twenty nine a game. So adding Crabtree, adding John Brown, and then this draft where you're in a position at sixteen where you can trade the pick, you can pick, but throughout this draft at positions of needs, you got depth. And you can add, you know, key pieces without removing anything. So, I think he's going to have a big bounce back year. And we ain't going to be worrying about quarterback of the future. Probably until a couple more years from now. Because he, what, 33? 32, 33? Yeah, 33. Yeah. I think they'll wait a little bit. John? I'm going to stop, shop, and stay. Stop, stop. Okay. Um... I'm going to stop it because I don't think he's going to have that bad of a season where they're going to be like, all right, this is your last year. But then again, if you don't make the playoffs, Bashadi might clean house. Mm-hmm. But I, like I said, I'm going to say, I don't think they're going to have that type of bad retooling. As long as you get the offensive line, your run game straight, and you have a consistent tight end, you should be fine going into this year. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe this is his last year. But if you don't make the playoffs, watch out. That sixteen got to sound like that sixteen got to move, John. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, why you got to move? It sounds like that sixteen got to got to move. You ain't got to move that sixteen. You don't have to move that sixteen. I don't think that. That's what you said. That's what you just said. You just said move the sixteen. You don't know you said it, but you said it. They ain't got to move that sixteen. Look, I just want to know how many trade backs y'all gonna do before this. I haven't done none. No, I did one. I'm sorry. I have not proposed to trade to anybody else. People approach me. With trades, as soon as I get into start round, that's where the trade pops up, and I have to oblige. I mean, I'm not going to pass up a that's 21 and a 31 from New England. I'm that's just not. Rude. Don't do that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, rude. Not, I'm not passing that up. No, no way. <laughs> whatever, whatever number it was. But, um, 23, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Change the board. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to s- stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought about it. I'm so close to shopping it just because it's twenty six million dollars on the books, no matter what. That's still that's a, that's still a um, typical. This is a relatively. That's rescheduled type money. But here, that's rescheduled. I mean, not rescheduled, but um, redoing the contract. So I mean, if we were to cut him next year, sixteen million dollars of that money would be dead money, and we would get ten million dollars in cap space. Now I'm just saying, or trade. Now, from a standpoint of, which leads me to my next shop at the stop it question, I should say. 
Next shot for the stopping question. Expect drastic changes to the roster. Roster-wise, when Eric DaCosta takes over officially next year, shop it or stop it? I'm going to shop it. Um, I think drastic change is imminent when you look at what we have at certain positions that's getting old or I don't think is. I feel like we could upgrade. Um, Weddle was getting long in the tooth. Um, I feel like you can upgrade from Alex Collins. I feel like you can upgrade James Hurst position. Um, we already discussed Joe, depending on what kind of season he have and what we do with our draft picks. He could be here or gone. Um, lost was long in the tooth. Um, Sucks. Sucks. I'm team Sucks now, by the way. Let that the record show that. You said that last year. I, I still yeah. stand by that. As long as we use Suggs where he should be used. That's the key. He can have a job. <laughs> That's probably generous of you, Al. <laughs> I'm going to say he can start. Yeah. <laughs> he can have a role. He can have a job. Yeah, he can have a role. <laughs> but I feel like it's time for Bowser to step in. I feel like it's time for Wormley to see what he can do. Is make a break for Bronson and uh, KC. So, not necessarily getting rid of the players that's on the team, but also the players who are currently on the team will be getting new roles within the next year or two anyway. Okay. I'm stopping. I'm stopping it. Because um, he played a major role in bringing the players here. It's not like he was a um an outside guy coming in. So he still had he was still in the war room and selecting certain guys and building the roster. So I expect changes but not drastic. Like drastic is such a exaggerated word. Mm-hmm. I don't expect drastic changes. Also it depends on what happens with coaching staff. I feel like whatever coach we have if John is gone. Whatever coach we bring in is going to bring his own system and have players or want players that fits his system. Yeah. But, it, see, and even then, I still don't think it will be drastic changes because the Ravens pride themselves on picking players that can do more, the more you can do. That's why every offensive lineman they pick can either p- play – Guard or tackle. Guard or tackle. Or center. Like Isaiah Wynn. Isaiah Wynn. <laughs> Alex Lewis. James Hurst played everything. Illuminor played right guard and right tackle. No, I'm, I'm just making the point. And he was an undrafted guy who just earned a ton of money. And horribly. <laughs> I ain't going to say horribly. At left guard, I ain't going to say horribly. Not at all. I can't, I can't say he was horrible. But even then, it's like Tony Jefferson is a guy who... We would prefer in the box, but you see him, he can play in the deep at times. They like versatile pieces. Marlon Humphrey can play inside out. Tavon Young can play inside out. Jalen Hill can play inside out. You know what I mean? Bowser can play at the end spot, or he can stand up and rush. KC was an outside linebacker when they converted to middle linebacker. Hmm. They like versatile pieces, so... It'll be changes, but nothing too 
too drastic. Like it's not gonna be a whole overhaul. Like you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta, you gotta go. Because when you sit there and really look at it, it's not an old team. You got young, you got older players that's still starting, but you still got a lot of young play, pieces who need a chance to prove their worth. I think we're old and young at the same time. At the same time. You got one, two, technically four guys that's old. That starts. Weddle, Suggs, Jimmy Smith, five. Joe Flacco and Marshall Yonder. Jimmy Smith old? How is Jimmy Smith? That's why I said technically you could call him old if you want because his injuries. Yeah, he old. Right. Because he, 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 what, 28, 29? Yeah. By the time the season starts, so five guys. You got that one flex. Yeah. <laughs> five guys. Like, literally, five. Five. That's it. So it's like you kind of young is just you ain't, you got a lot of unproven guys. Okay, that's fair. John? I understand what you're going with that, but if you're a top five team in the draft next year, oh, it will be. Now that's different. <laughs> that's different. That that's the only way I can see because right now you've been at 16 for the past two years in the draft. Technically, you've only been a game to maybe three games away from making the playoffs both those years. So you feel like you're at that door. If you make changes what you need to do right now, then you can get into the playoffs and then there they go with that statement, see what happens. You go back and you be – third or fourth in your division or you become a top five team in that draft maybe doing something overhaul get a quarterback or something like that you won't make drastic changes because Steven Shotty already made it seem like clear like I thought about fine this guy that guy that guy so coaching might gotta go some of the roster gotta go so if you were top I want to not top ten but I think definitely top five there would be changes to the roster mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I think I'm I'm going to shop it just because I don't think that Art DaCosta I, – I don't think it's, it's peaches and cream like every, like they try to make it seem like in these press conferences. I don't think it's that, oh, that's my buddy, that's this, that's this. I just don't think it's that smooth of a trend, of a, of a, a war room going on. I just don't think that they can agree on guys like that. I'm pretty sure it's guys that Art DaCosta can – has liked that Ozzy might not have went with. Or well, I'm pretty sure it's guys that, you know, Ortiz is like that they that Ozzy might not have went with. So I think with Eric coming in, Eric, I think Eric has a different mindset. He he wants to say it's going to stay the same just to appease everybody else and really pay homage to Ozzy and all that kind of stuff. But I just don't think it will. Um, I think it's an audition. It's a one-year audition for a lot of players. Um Allen kind of mentioned in a lot of them. Cam Correa, um, Brashad Perman, um, uh, Moore. Uh, what's the, the other? Uh, a lot of those defensive linemen that Al named, Kafusi, all of those guys. I think it's an audition period for them because they're either going to be unrestricted free agents after this year, nobody picking up the, the – uh, well, the Ravens not picking up the options, or they can pick up the options and say, all right, well, we might be able to build with this person or this person or this person. And I don't think that guys like Moore or Perman 
um, or Camley Correa can afford to have any injuries this year at all. Like, I mean, if they out more than one or two, they out more than one game, they can't afford it. Because if somebody steps in that spot and proves that they can be serviceable, then it's not worth put, picking up a six or seven million dollar option on a first round pick. It's just not. So I think these guys got to make a statement early, and we're going to know on on by April twenty eighth. We'll know what the plans is for in the future for guys like those for Correa for Perman. If we draft a wide receiver in the first in, in the first day and a half. Then Perman's done. That's just what it is. If we draft uh, a Mike linebacker, then Correa's done. If we draft any edge player, Correa's done. If we well, draft- Correa's done. Period. Because you draft two edge players last year, right? But, well, but you, we well, haven't drafted a Mike though. So, no. so, so if we draft a Mike at any point in this in this uh, draft, day one or day two, then Correa's done. If we draft any defensive lineman. Carl Davis is done. If we draft, if we draft any three tech um, um, defensive linemen, then you really start to think, all right, Kafusi's probably done. Um, they might get Wormley a little bit shot, but they're not going to take flyers on these guys if if they if they drafting them um, on the first couple of days. Um, next one. I'm gonna name a play, name a team, and you give me one person that will be a determinant factor. Uh, of this team's ability to win the finals. Can I make this a little bit easier? Sure. Right. Every East Coast team, LeBron James. Every West Coast team, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. I'm going to disagree. Okay. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree, especially the LeBron James talk. He's not even my guy on on the Cavs. We already know what LeBron going to do. We don't know LeBron going to give, what, 35 – 14 and 6? Nine. Six. Right. I'm going to say six. Six. And negative seven on the hairline? <laughs> I seen somebody put a Liberty Bell <laughs> in his hand, and that was the funniest thing ever. Um, but I got the Cavs bench as being my – is their determinant factor, their ability like, to we, win. Did we forget that LeBron and yeah, what was that, four, five, maybe six, took – Two mop care. buckets and the three G to the NBA Finals. That is not going to cut it this year. That is not going to cut it this year. He ain't winning no finals with just no. I say winning the finals. That's what the question that's, is. Yeah, that's that's the question. I said every East Coast team winning the finals. They got to go through LeBron James. Okay, they they've been doing that all season. The difference between the regular season, I, I completely agree, and postseason. But I'm going based on what I see. Miami lately. was losing to Chicago during the regular season. First of all, when they had the the, the Heatles, they were losing to Chicago, and Derrick Rose young ass knee. It ain't work out for him in the playoffs. Well, they was losing to him in the playoffs too, but you know Miami got the W eventually, the final W. Why you got the other two teams? Why why Miami not on this list? No, I only listed four. Oh, all right. so I mean, I just. But we can, the we top can four. Go by team. No, I like it. All right. I just listed, you know, four of, of right. the top teams. All right, so throw, throw the names out there. Throw the team. All right, let's go 76ers. And be health. Huh? And be health. Okay. To win the finals, I'll say. I'll say. Hmm. I'll say J.J. Reddick. Hmm. And the reason I say 
Yeah, you gonna be upset. The guy that's the guy that, that the guy that's making twenty three million dollars just to play in Philly this year. Mm. JJ Reddick. Praise the Lord. I'd say JJ Reddick because if you he made twenty three this year. Jesus, one year twenty three million dollar deal. Now they they what what they won twelve thirteen games. The last 12 games, something crazy streak they on, right? 13, 14, somewhere around there. J.J. Reddick has been hot. He's been on fire. And clutch. Yes, and the biggest reason he, I'll pick him for them is because Ben Simmons is a general in creating shots and getting the lane and scoring, but he cannot shoot. So all that driving isn't going to do nothing if the outside shooters aren't on so if like if I'm teens, I'm just gonna play, you know, hope JJ Reddick is off and then just like dare them to shoot. Dare Simmons to shoot. If he hit it, he hit, okay. But Reddick, if he's on, it's like oh, that's a different animal. Cause you can't stop the middle and stop the shooter. You know what I mean? And the way he runs the baseline, the way he gets open without the ball and his quick release, he's a handful with his system. John, you going JJ Reddick? He took my answer. Because <laughs> I was thinking about you need something to spark your your bench or something to keep your lead. So I think that's the the highest percentage score on that team. Yeah. Um, Flat out shoot. I picked Ben Simmons for the reasons you said you uh, you said, and that was I I said he has to continue to be aggressive. If he's conti- continues to be aggressive, that's going to put a lot of pressure on on Cleveland. Um, now either they're gonna foul him when he attack the basket, or he gonna make plays. I agree with you; he can't shoot. But when I watched the game the other night, to your point, JJ Redick was just gashing him. Like with, and they they were they were those Golden State threes like that, like just just take your mindset out of the game. Like LeBron was yelling at people and, and all type of stuff, just hollering at people. All upset when he was hitting them threes, and what, the reason they came back in that game is because they went cold. In third quarter, um, 76ers went cold. So uh, I'm picking Simmons. Next one, Celtics. It's over, yo. <laughs> Their ability with the finals. Oh, I'll give you two names: Gordon Haywood, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I, give, <laughs> I, I give you two. <laughs> Without them two, that's it. Their ceiling is first round. Get out of the first round, that be it. Because you're running to you're running to um, Philly in the second round, and that's tough. Al look like he trying to shoot it off. He doesn't appreciate any Celtic questions. Yeah. Fuck Jay, was J Jalen Jason Jalen Brown Jason Top Jalen Jalen Tatum. There you go. I'm right there. That bone him. Oh. oh, he went to Duke and he plays in Boston, so you understand. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of hate. <laughs> yes, it's a bum. Who are you picking? Um, coach. Mm. Okay. He's got Brad Stevens. Since Brad he's Stevens. been there, so you got to keep coaching up well. If he doesn't do that, you know how hard it is for me to call him the the best coach in the league. That's not Popovich. Like that shit hurts. He's better than Kerr. From for what he was given, hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you think Kerr is just... No, I don't think Kerr um, is bad at all. I'm just saying for what he's making happen, or make happen two years in a row with that Boston roster. 
Whatever. The way you made it seem like LeBron it was just like Kerr was just a manager, like a no. I'm not saying that. Personality manager. I think yeah. Kerr is a great coach. I mean, you don't stay on the top um, of the Western Conference as just a system manager like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Raptors. DeMar DeRozan. I want to say DeRozan. Shucks. And that's the easy answer. But there's a little midget type dude that they got on the squad, too. That. I got to look up his name. I want to say. That's Kyle Lowry? Lowry? No, not Lowry. Lowry. You talking about Fred Van Vliet? Van Vliet. I would say. Fred Vliet, the beast. But I want to say DeRozan (laughs) because DeRozan, when it comes down to. Clutch games or games that you need to step That's up. Key. You ain't nowhere to be found. Yep. You're supposed to make everybody's job easier on the floor, even when you score. And it's not it's not happening. Ain't no way Ain't no way you can score 79, 79 points and a half and lose the game. And then, and you not look at the best player like, bruh, how we ain't close this out? Well, that's why I'm picking Valentinus or whatever his name is. Jonas? But yeah, because if you can play inside out now, you make it easier for the non-clutchness of DeRozan, and and now if you, if you really being successful with playing inside out, now you got a double team. Now I don't expect DeRozan to shoot off of off the pass from the double team, but I do expect him to slash and get a pass and, and attack the basket. So I think everything's going to run through Valanciunas. He got to keep that mid range. He can't get three happy. Cause that's the killer. Like inside that three line, oh, DeRozan money, but he get three happy, and it's like, yeah, you gonna shoot yourself out of this. Mm. It's just then three uh, Michigan State University hoops players allegedly raped women in 2015. Mm. What's the next team? Ca- uh, Cavs. <laughs> Cavs. I we cannot go left with that. Mm. Cavs. The best player in the world. Steph, I thought Steph and them played for KD. Played for. Um, Are we really gonna say KD when them niggas on the losing streak? KD played for um, Golden State. We really gonna say KD? How many? Eight, five and eight without um, without Steph. KD ain't even the most important person on his team. We went all that man. Best player. Out of the last eight, I mean, out of the last thirteen. Yeah, they don't matter. It ain't good. Yeah, it don't matter. All right, so we agree who Cavs, the Cavs play is LeBron, LeBron James. James. All right. Ain't no way around it. Rockets. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. I don't trust James Harden in the clutch as far as setting up everybody. I feel like James Harden is going to go and get his in the clutch. I feel like Chris Paul would set everybody else up. Do you hear this? No, what's so ironic about this? Because he going to have the the exact opposite argument in the clutch. Because last year, he didn't go get his. He tried to set everybody else up. (laughs) That's that's so funny that you said that. (laughs) Yo, that's that's funny. (laughs) Because I'm just looking at it. Because remember last year, he was like, oh, is he? I thought he was trying to prove a point. Remember what, it was like Kobe and Phoenix. It wasn't trying to shoot. Yeah, I was like, "What the hell wrong with James? Why he ain't shooting?" Point shaving. Um, but uh Rockets is tough. I don't know. I just think Chris Paul has to control 
the, the game at the end of it instead of Harden. Mm. I would rather Harden be aggressive than trying to set everybody else up. Chris Paul can still be effective setting everybody else up. Um, I think Chris Paul will be effective setting everybody else up. That's why I think the person, the determining factor will be Harden. If Harden uh, doesn't clutch up and stops taking shots like last year, then they ain't got a shot. Period. Uh, Pick a different player and say Clint Capella. Because when they're all on the floor together, it's a it's a well oiled machine. Capella Capella can stop. <laughs> Capella is the type of big that defends the rim and can run the floor. So as when he's on his money being an energy guy, grabbing boards, getting the hustle points, um, doing it on both ends, they tough to beat. They're mm. extremely tough to beat. I gotta say this before you pick the next team. I've came to the conclusion that Chris well I have proof that the Clippers franchise is is cursed. Chris Paul ain't never had no injuries in the playoffs. As soon as you go to LA and they're the top two or three seeds, what happens? He got hurt every single playoff series. In New Orleans, with less talent, he was in what Western Conference Finals, semifinals, they just lost to a better team. He go to the Clippers. He get hurt on the dumbest injury. It's like, mm. how you hurt your think? You know what I mean? It's like, he you out. He was cursed. It's the Clippers. That's what happens when you're the B team. Yeah, it's cursed. Especially if he, especially if he, uh, <laughs> if he plays the whole playoffs this year. Red, I'm going to say I told you it was cursed. Time red, white, and blue balloons around Magic Johnson. What the hell is wrong with y'all? Al, don't say that. Pause. You can't say that. Maybe. I don't know. can't say that. <laughs> I just feel like those Never mind Next team Just pick the next team Hurry up Come on No 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 Pick the next team Pick the next team Thunder <laughs> The Thunder Oh my gosh Mello This is easy Can we just say They ain't got a shot at hell I ain't gonna say that No Can't say that It's Mello It's Mello I have Carmelo down as well It's Mello I mean we could say It's Mello We could say It's Paul George We could say It's Russell Westbrook Dang, Russell going to do him. You ain't got to worry about Russell not being clutch. Russell is going to get a triple-double. What? Right. what? He, he clutchly gets triple-doubles. Westbrook is always... When do triple-doubles? And, and where has wins? it gotten him? Is, is that your question? That's, that's all that's I That's a said. very valid question. That's why Mello's my guy. Hold on. What did he say? He said, where has the triple-doubles gotten him? And that's a very valid question. That's why Mello's my guy. The triple-doubles shows I'm doing every damn thing I can to win this game. It also Except shows playing defense. Which Except wins playing, championships. Except playing defense. Russell Westbrook don't play defense. Does triple doubles get you a championship or do, do defense get you a championship? Out, 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 out. You can say defense to, to LeBron James this year. I was fine with you saying James, James Harden and defense is total opposites in years past. But Westbrook, no. Consistently. Check now. I guarantee you Westbrook is top five in steals. He is top five in steals. That's defense. That's playing passing lane. Look at, never look at look at block shots. Wait, wait, wait. Look at block Stephen shots. Stephen Adams plays the three ball more than um, Russell at, Westbrook does because he's crashing the board. Look at block shots. Stephen Adams has more contest on the threes than look at contested. All right, look it up. Russell Westbrook. Look it up. Look at contested shots. 
From the point guard standpoint, Westbrook plays defense. He's crashing the boards. So you mean tell me I can't play defense and crash the boards? That's the, that's the first. I'm gonna say that's the first rule of basketball. You play your man, guard the passing lane, and when the shot go up, either you it's everybody crash. Okay. That's the rules. That's okay. basketball. That's cool. I just seen him blow more games than important games than I've seen him win. When, mm. it's, when, it's, when, it's, when it's on his shoulders, when it's on his back, he's the worst three point shooter. He continues to shoot threes. I'm not. I can't. I can't say that. You know why I can't? No, I can't say that because we talk about certain moments at the end of games. You wouldn't even be in those games if it wasn't for Westbrook. Look at the, look at the the, the uh, Houston series last year. They ain't have a chance to beat Houston. They was down what 15, 20 points at one point, and he get it all the way to overtime. Hmm. Westbrook, like that's clutch. That's being the guy. That's like, look, I gotta get it done. The reason I say is mellow. Before Melo got the OKC, he was a straight up knockdown shooter. We we the argument was he was the purest shooter. I mean, purest scorer in the league over KD. He gets to OKC where you think it's easy. You ain't in a double team catching fire that mug up. He can't hit a shot. He can't even post where is that was his go to. I can post you on the low block and get a bucket. He's not even doing that. It's like, yo. He's probably worried about if it's his role or not. I'm pretty sure he was instructed upon coming out like, this is Russell Westbrook's team. Everything runs through Russell Westbrook. And he's probably, he's probably if, imagine getting the ball and have to worry about if, if it's okay for me see, to take this shot every no, time no, no, I take no. a shot. See, that's why I disagree. Because if that was the case, that was, that was um, put out there before he signed. Because the two teams he was debating between was Houston and OKC. The way the ball is freely flowing in OK in Houston, he'd have fit right in. Like if 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 the narrative was this is a Westbrook's team, get the ball when you can and fit in, he wouldn't have signed it. I agree with that now. Okay. Yeah, there's no way. Like I wouldn't sign it. He wouldn't hell no. I done went straight like Chris Paul. Like, oh, come on, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, he worried about if if she throwing it in a circle for time. Mm. That could oh shit. Said it before I could. Clay Thompson. Ooh, there we go. Clay Thompson has not stepped up for. I can't even remember the last now. time. Uh, I think it was game two of the series last year. That he what happened? That he stepped up in. You high? He didn't step up in game two. Clay Thompson stepped up all the whole series. Defensively, yes. That's stepping up. Agreed. Agreed. Like, I'm talking about from an offensive standpoint. Clay Thompson offensively. Look, man, if, you got to stop somebody. 18 or more in any game, in any series against anybody, 
they they want to win this game but by fifteen. But, but from, I can see like if your numbers shots wise is not getting to you to like the twenty because I feel like the score that you are there's no reason especially you can get to the lane and shoot anywhere from the floor you shouldn't be averaging at least twenty in a series. Right. You know what I mean? Especially well, when somebody like. I feel like JL or somebody mm-hmm. beneath JL is guarding you in the championship. Right. I don't feel like you should not. I don't care if you're doing. That's why you're playing basketball. You you can run up and down the court. You can play the best defense, but you are a scorer first. Right. Well, you were splash brothers for a reason. A lot of his points come in transition, too. So, like, when you can kick to him in transition, it's a no-brainer. Right. It, like, I mean, I don't see him really creating his own shot that much. But then when you're making all that effort to get open and going through screens and, and picking and rolls, and you get open, you're not making no shots. Right. And, and, that's, yeah. and that's sometimes that's the reason why those, some of those calf games are closer than what it really is. Mm-hmm. Because if you make... Started out closer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're like, you like, all right, Cleveland ain't doing nothing special. But then mm-hmm. when you look at it, you'd be like, why are they so close? Oh, it's because Clay Thompson not making the easy floaters or open threes. It's like he's not... Stepping up to where he, if he stay, if they, if they had a high B plus average of a game, I'm talking about rating, they can blow Cleveland out by ten a game mm-hmm. with ease. I mean, I'm just saying that like they already up by fifteen, Cleveland get it down by shooting free throws and stuff like that, and right. get it to ten. I, I think that's so, probably what, what is his only detriment is that he might be tired. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You chasing their best player around the whole game, and mm-hmm. who, who was he playing? He's playing Kyrie last year, right? No, he both. He played Kyrie. Remember, remember, he had to play. Um, Cleveland would switch and put um, and try to post him with Love. Okay, and he kept pushing, muscling Love out the paint. Now, but then he had to run around with Kyrie too. Right. Now, and then LeBron. So it's like he ain't get no breaks. He don't have that issue now. But he does. He, well, he is gonna have that issue when he plays Western Conference teams. If he makes it to the finals, now I mean, it depends on come out of the finals. Well, it depends. I don't know. That's a different topic. Oh, he don't want to switch up. That's so a different topic. Hold up. What's me? <laughs> what my pick? I'm telling you, switched up like last year. Yeah. No, 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 no. My pick to win it all ain't gonna change. Matter of fact, I take that back. That's the reason why I said Steph Curry because that that I love Kevin Durant. I love Steve Kerr, but the Warriors team now that's that whole roster now. Without Steph Curry, will not beat Houston in the seven-game series. With Steph Curry, they'll beat him in seven, six. Without Steph, they lose. I I just think Steph Steph is that dynamic, where it's like he he tips the scale in that in that in that series because you got you got Harden, you got. The way I'm sorry, their two styles of play are similar. Running gun with shooting threes, they all play defense. Without the shooting, the consistent shooting of Steph or the threat of Steph to shoot from anywhere, that brings the defense up. Mentally, it, it puts you in a different space. Without Steph, you can beat them. Because, like you said, you can. Right, you could you could beat them. You could beat them. One of the most underrated things about Steph, I feel. Is his movement without the ball. Because you got to keep an eye on him. You can't just let him run to a corner free. You can't let him run anyway. You got to grab him. <laughs> I don't know how many fouls in that series last year they got with just, please Jesus, 
I don't know how many fouls last year they got that um like just off the ball fouls, just trying to keep Steph Curry in check and things like that. Just and Clay's not a threat when they set up their half court offense. I can say he's not a threat, but he's not he can't create his own shot like Kevin Durant can or Steph can. Right. But but Steph, that's why with Steph and Kevin Durant itself. Like, that's where they excel. They they create their own shots, especially Steph. Like Steph can, especially when they run that pick and roll game, he's deadly. Because if anybody mm-hmm. else helps helps in the lane on Steph, it's over. They just gonna kick out and make the shot unless they kicking out the right. Draymond. And, down, down. and then even the exactly. thing, even the thing with Steph is like he can shoot it from anywhere on the court, but his release is so fast. It's like you can't. You can even like see the pick coming and try to hedge the screen. And have your hand in, and the ball is still gone, and it's through the net. He's just, it's, it's a freak of nature. It's like with with him, they're unbeatable in the seven game series. But without him, it's like mm, I just feel like Clay Thompson makes their job easier. Yeah, I don't. I say yeah, he does. I don't think you. I don't think Kevin Durant has to average that thirty a game with if if Clay Thompson gets that twenty. I agree with, with that. Runs. No, you know what I mean, right? You already you was already getting down the court. Right. It was, it was uh, miscommunication with defense, but if you get those threes from Clay, oh my goodness! Yeah, it's, at that point, it's like fuck so much. You, you don't have to worry like, about <laughs> the, the three. Yeah, it's just like I mean, and I got to worry about getting to the mind because you like, all right, this person. Then you start losing, you start losing Steph again. Then you start worrying about Draymond because he's getting the easy buckets. It's like crazy. That's why Melo, Melo, going back to OKC is such a. You got to worry about Russell Westbrook, and then you got to worry about Melo creating his own shot. Or the thing about Melo creating his own shot, that kind of slows everything with OKC down a little bit. And they kind of seem like they really run fast paced to me. Right. So, you know, and that's the thing about Melo. He's not the type of player that can create his own shot off the dribble. Hmm. Like, he got to. He got to take one or three dribbles and, like, set you with a hop step and, and then shoot it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas a guy like James Harden, who ain't super athletic, but his handle is so tight where it's like, I'm getting to the line. Either I'm getting to the line or you're going to look stupid for leaving, letting me shoot this ball. Right. Or I'm going to make it lit. Right. Um, last last <laughs> team is the Jazz. Yeah, they don't, they're not going to win it, so let that. I'm just going to skip that. If they had a possibility of winning, who would it be? If they would have gone in. Just let that go. That breeze feels amazing. Just let that go. Hmm. I'll just Again, let it go. got to be Steph. Steph. Steph? Steph. In the Dunn and Jazz series? Yes. If <laughs> 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 you're not playing and KD catch the flu, they got a hell of a shot. Mm. Yeah, they ain't win those finals no time soon, but... Sorry. But, I mean, shout out to Donovan Mitchell and uh, Rudy because they already playing with house money. I thought they were done when they didn't have going hell. Please don't do that. Yeah. So, did y'all want to go into this last part or did y'all want to go into something else first? Oh, no. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. So, name uh, five day. Two to three can't miss NFL um, draft prospects. Now, when you say five, is that five from each of us, or we all going to come up with a collective five? 
I was saying five from each of us, but okay, um, okay. I ain't got it. You said you ain't got it. I might got it. I don't know. Hold on. I, I might got it. I can name mine first if y'all want. Um, I got Mark Walton running back out of Miami. Um, I, I don't really know what to tell you. He's just dominant as a running back. You do everything, catch the ball out of the backfield. It's not just because I got the Miami game on today. Um, sure. Nathan Shepard, defensive line out of Fort Hayes. Um, I went back and looked a little bit more of his tape uh, last week, and pretty phenomenal. Um, Martinez Rankin, Mississippi State offensive tackle. Um, might want to check him out. 6'5", 300-pound guy. Very aggressive. Stop Alabama Ross by his damn self. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he legit. Um, I mentioned this guy before, but Armani Watts, free safety out of Texas A&M. Um, I think he's probably going to be one of the best safeties in this draft when it's all said and done. My last person is offensive guard Tyrone Crowder from Clemson. Um, 6'3", 325-pound guy. Just a run-blocking monster. I think he's going to be in the right scheme for He'll be an awesome player. Mm. Okay. Why? Why? Ain't got to be five. Uh, I had to stop my question because I don't want to deter away from the topic at hand. Um, I'll say no. I wasn't going left. It was just it was just a different question. Um, day two or three guys says can't miss prospects. Yeah, when I say can't miss, I mean they're gonna be NFL starters sooner than later. Sooner than later, by at least by year two. <laughs> you, you felt that <laughs> a little shot on that. Okay. Every time I hear sooner than later, it, it, ah, <laughs> the turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, shoot, it's tough. That's tough. I'll say Dante Pettis. For sure, because of his his ability to affect the return game is that could flip the field in a heartbeat. Mm. And then, not not to mention, he's not just a returner; he's can actually play the wide receiver position. So that's a guy that that jumps off the board to me. Um, Hmm. What? See, I can't. I'm having trouble answering this question because I want to ask my question. Answer. <laughs> like I don't. The whole day two, day three guy. I don't. I don't understand. So, I don't. I don't. I don't understand why this guy has to be a day two guy. He has to be a day three guy. Like, I don't understand. Like if well. The reason I said day two or three, because we always go back and we look at who gets drafted behind whoever, and we'd be like, damn, we should have drafted this person instead of drafting this person. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like, like you said when I when we first came in, based on need or based on draft stock dropping for some strange reason, 
these people dropped to the second day or day, day three, just, and people picked over them. So that's why I said day two yeah. or three. These are guys that probably should have went in the first round based on somebody else not performing the way right. a first-round grade. Because I just think – I don't just have a problem with that, that whole process of saying you're this type of guy. Because I just look at it, oh, you could you're a starter in the league early, sooner than later. I you know what I mean? Agree. Like, I feel like – The guys you mentioned, I see as starters. Yeah, I think they people have Connor Williams going in a second – at possibly late one, early two, and I believe he's a top ten pick. That's just I'm just gonna believe that. Um, what's the dude last year from Alabama? The D tackle that uh, I can't. Why can't I remember his name? Josh John um, Allen. Yeah, um, Jonathan. I think Jonathan Allen was the best player in that draft. I still hold to that, but he went 16. So they I, obviously not 16. Picked, what was it? 18. 18. 18, I'm sorry. You wanted him to go 16. Yeah, I did. Yeah, see, in my mind. Although, right? yeah. <laughs> so, I still stand to, stand to that, but obviously people felt he wasn't a need at that position. I'm mm-hmm. going to stick to my grade on people no matter what. Right. Like, you know what I mean? That's just what it is. But I, when I say to that day two is day three, I'm thinking where they actually going to get drafted, not if their grade puts them there or not. Mm-hmm. Michael Gallup. Will be a day two guy that you can't miss. I ain't worried about that nose ring. He can he can catch the ball. Damn. That ain't work. (laughs) That didn't work. My bad, Mike. (laughs) 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 That ain't work. Oh man. Right. Um Gallup, Pettis, um Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown. Orlando. I don't even see risk. Every. I mean, it could go either way. Don't get me wrong. I think he had some really good tape. I like what I saw early from him. Um, but I still think it's a risk in the league, being that he's not as athletic as one would like if he's playing guard. No. Ain't no way in hell you put Orlando Brown in guard. Uh, you got to be the dumbest offensive line coach that ever. Strong. To play tackle. What? Okay. I think his biggest problem is will be handling the. Well, his, I can say problem. The biggest adjustment is will be improving his quick step to handle the um, faster guys off the edge. Because in the run game, well, that's it. He he opened up lanes. It's over. I think the biggest question mark that I have on him is his desire to play. Hmm. And. I don't care what your measurables and tangibles are. If you don't got that desire, right. you're not going to be a star in the league. And I don't see it with him, and I don't see it with Malik Jefferson. That's another guy that just got the physical skills to be a great player. He was an upsetting He is going to have the mental aspect to be a great player. I gave you three. I'm trying to think of two more guys, but I'll let them go. Well, I think of two more. Um, Isaiah Oliver to me is going to be one again, but got the same issue, and I don't know how aggressive he's going to be. Um, I'm hoping with every fiber in my being, I'm hoping that's only Michelle goes to the second round. Well, (laughs) he probably is. He's probably going to uh, New York in the second round. I don't believe it. I believe. I don't believe something. Two things I don't believe. In fact. I, go ahead. Was you third? No. 
Yeah, okay, yeah, let's you keep going. All right. Okay. Those two. <laughs> um, I think Rashad Penny can be the. Um, that was my fourth. I think Rashad Penny could be Kareem Hunter this draft. That's my fourth. Kareem Kamara this draft. He, like, must around, just... he could mess around and be the best back in this draft yeah. a year from now. Um, Period. Penny is nice. <laughs> Another player I would really like, and I got to watch a little bit more tape on him, is um, the guy? Kansas. Dorrance. Oh, yeah. Armstrong. The wide receiver? Outside, no, outside linebacker, three, four outside linebacker. Um, Thomas Armstrong, Kansas, Jay Huck. He was really impressive in the combine, and from what I seen on tape, he's like he's getting double teamed and still being able to make plays. Um, I'm going to throw this out there. Haven't watched that much tape on him either. But I, from what I see, I think Justin Reed is maybe the fourth or fifth best safety mm-hmm. in this draft. So, I think you gave me five. All right. What you think, John? I think uh, Billy Price injury hurt him to day two. Because mm. you haven't he's... heard it, you haven't heard anything from him. So I think he's <sighs> definitely a day two guy from that injury. But he should be first round, late first round. The starter. Uh, Brandon Smith, I think he's a day two guy. Started. <laughs> um, Kalen he ran a, a unofficial four one. What? Four At one. his pro day, four four one. Oh, yeah, oh. he ran a Ooh, four four six. Right, go to say yeah. Don't that, that, that much power at four one. Right, the four out, John. <laughs> he ran a four four six at his uh, NFL combine. But at his pro day, he ran a four four one. That's still impressive for somebody. Yeah, four four one is pretty impressive. For yeah, that's six foot one. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hey. Two twenty five, two thirty. Yeah. He's yeah. a big back. That's legit. Fast. I want to say one of the tight ends, but you just don't know what who's gonna reach, who's gonna go or not. I'm gonna say it. All them tight ends, all of them. Not all of them. All of them. Ooh. All the of them. Would you you talk about all the top five or all the clients? The top five. Oh, okay. The whole top five. I think we all got the same top five, I think. Hers, Coder, Andrew, Giuseppe. My, Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas did sneak into my top five. Yeah, okay. But I have... Titans. I got seven. I got seven Titans that that's going to be doing well in this league. No, I'm just saying, like... And they should be day two, day three. Those seven mm-hmm. should be those. That Depending day. on your need in late first round, but I think you might slip to uh, day two. I think all of them. Harrison, Alabama safety. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a head of. He's a he's a pro ready safety. So I think he day two. Mm-hmm. I think he's my third ready safety. Oh, you third? Yeah, I gave you four. I'm good with that. You sure? Yeah. You're positive. Final yeah. answer. Right, cool. One thing I don't believe in this draft is that the, t- the run on tight ends is going to be early. I refuse to believe that. Mm. I refuse. I hope you're right. Well, especially with it being such a defensive – it's being so, so having so many defensive guys that you can come right in and play from day one. 
it's no need to reach for tight end early. And especially when scouting, you got – we just named seven guys. Ain't no way in hell seven tight ends are going in the first round. True. It just don't happen. We, we just gave seven and we forgot so many others who can play tight end in this league. I just refuse to believe it's going to be a, a really big run on tight ends at the, at the end of the first round. I refuse. I just want Hayden Hurts on my team. I understand. And if that's your guy, go get him. I, I just get him. Take him. He just looks so much faster than everybody else on tape. Like I mean, it's just not even when I when I looked at it without the ball. It's just you can't guard him with a safety. You can't guard him with a linebacker. You can't even guard him with a corner. He's just unguardable. I I don't know. What, he's going to make somebody very happy. And that's why I said just take him. Only. The only, to me, the only point of the draft where you can say that's a reach is if it's a top 10 pick. I, well, top, yeah, top 10 pick. Because outside of the top 10, you're pretty much making the same amount of money. So, like, what's the big reach? If that's your guy, go get your guy. If Hayden Hurst is your top guy on the board at 16 and you believe he can Get your team from day one, not only in the playoff game. I mean, not only in the playoffs, but deep in the playoffs. Man, you want to take him mm. and just keep it moving. Like next, that's I how mean, I see it. I think I think that's the part we're not privy to, like when it comes to being in the war room and really just knowing who they covet. I know who we covet. They don't covet. Well, you don't covet. You play the board. That's the rule. It's just when when it when it's your time, you're gonna make a case for your guy. Right. And I think each individual covet, but I think that the consensus in the room is to play the board. And I think it's guys that they like and guys individually like they, they really like. And I, I find it hard pressed to believe that they don't like Hayden Hurst. I'll, I'll I put can't, you why? I can't I can't How see. do you say that? Uh, huh? Oh, you said you find that. I find across they don't like that him. they don't like him. Like I mean, oh. I, re- I believe that I he has to be. No, I mean, the there's top. no way you can watch Hayden Hurst and be like, "Nah, we're going past." Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but I'll say that about the top five, top four for sure. Tight ends. Yeah. I mean, we watch those top four tight ends. You just you can make a case for all of them. There's no you way. Really you, there's no way you say no, Mark Andrews. I can't do it. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't like. Right. Because these, like, Andrews is the type of guy, well, all four of them, Andrews, Goldert, um, Hurst, um, Gusecki, you can put them up at wide. Hey, go split out. Yes. Yeah. And see what happens. It's especially like, Hurst. good especially night. Hurst and especially Gusecki. Gusecki's routes <sighs> in the red zone. I love Gusecki. Mm. I feel like Gusecki's going to end up here. The, no. Say he's here. going to mess around Say and end here. up in the Saints. And Hayden Hurst oh. going to end up in New England. Oh, Lord. You mm. got two picks. I don't see it's not a, especially it's not a reach at at uh, twenty three or at thirty one. It's not. Is what they need is what they want. That's why that's why you're not they they don't care about shopping Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. You got Edelman coming that's back. That's expendable. You got your tight end. It's the double tight end set. They tried to uh, get it last year with uh, what's homie from uh, the Colts. Yeah. Allen, yeah, they tried to get it with Dwayne Allen and the other tight ends. They didn't work. Right. So once you get the tight end that does work, that can be a hybrid from the backfield, from the tight end spot to even the slot. You cooking with what? Yeah. 
That's pretty sad to think about, but I mean, you got you got your you got your Hernandez tight end back up all, all over again. Mm. I, if I'm New England, I wouldn't take Hayden Hurst though. Please, Jesus, don't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I take the second. Two six six guys that can run and block and red zone targets. Oh my gosh, you're in trouble. <laughs> Why would you bring that up? Now it makes sense for them to take Hayden Hurst. It like, don't because he it, it it does because he's such a he is a dominant blocker too. Like, this is what you just said. How you described him alone, his speed over everybody else can be like it fits their system. They, they mean, that was speed and, and and route running. <laughs> But at the same, but but then again, with <laughs> with New England, you could make a lot of cases that would make sense. Mm-hmm. You could make a case that moving up in the draft makes sense and getting the quarterback that's falling. That well, makes a ton of sense. Yeah, even that you can get. Like I say you get Connor Williams, or you get Colton Miller, or you want to get oh. a guard that's right there, and then you get your offensive play. They could go. Cause they need left. They need left tackle. They could take. They could take Connor Williams at twenty three. Or they could take McGlinchey. They could take they could take the combination of two inside guys. Or, or, or McGlinchey. McGlinchey works or right there. Or you can flip it this way. You can get Evans, then go to shot your offensive player or tackle or guard, whatever you need. Evans. Because, Rashawn Evans. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. high tower, you don't know what type of stability he is. injury. I mean, you did. You just paid him. But still, you can have high tower and, and Evans. Yeah. Like how you had high tower and you had Mayo at one point. Hmm. Or they could take since since he's he don't he's not the best in the draft no more and he's not that great. They could take Calvin Ridley at twenty three. They could, and that'd be sick. He fits exactly what they need. Like that'd be crazy. That's the thing. That's the thing I hate about the draft, and the thing I, I hate seeing other teams get better. With players <laughs> that I wanted for my team, like you know, what I mean, like my team. What would you? Like really, like I hate that I was wrong on Dark Barnett. Like when I see how successful he was, that's what your ass get. I, ha- I hate that I was wrong. He <laughs> don't listen. Hard headed. Like I mean, I just I, I really did not want Dark Barnett on my team. Yo, he was adamant about it. Like, why are you and crazy? And then, like when I seen him in the league, I just didn't think he was physical enough to make it pa- to make it happen. I really didn't. I just think like lost. He showed where he can be, but if he had a move or two. That Dark Barnett, Dark Barnett, me watching Dark Barnett last year made me rewatch Edge players again. Like I went through scouted Edge players and said, "No, I got to rewatch just to make sure I got my scouting things right." Ah, so I wasn't the only one going back and rewatch guys. No, I had to okay. because I was wrong on Dark Barnett. Okay. No, I got stuck for like a week on wide receivers. Hey, look, don't feel bad, Al. I'm still Actually, no, stuck. I'm sorry. I got stuck like two weeks. I'm still stuck. <laughs> Rob C. When I tell you, I feel like I watch every single receiver that's eligible in this draft. El- every. I mean, I'm scouting Ivy League, D3. Like, yo, I'm familiar with damn it. Every single receiver in this draft. I- I'm starting to take the John approach and cover offensive linemen. You have to. More because, uh, I mean... We knew about Nico Saragusa and Illuminor last year when we scouted them. And so when they came and we, we signed them, everybody was like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember those guys. But I, I seen the D3 list. Um, oh, Desmond Harrison. 
That's my guy. That's my fifth guy. Okay. Who's he at? West Georgia. Left tackle. Okay. Six, eight, two, three, two, eighty, three hundred. One of them is and super athletic and nasty. He's a sea sucking baby. Look like it. (laughs) It's just nasty. Just a straight bully out there. Mm. So I want to check some of those D3 guys out. See who we can potentially bring in late. You know how they do. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it's important now because I, I don't want that excuse again in Ravens Nation. Oh, well, the offensive line ain't ready yet, so we're just going to dumb this offense down and this, this, and that. I'm not for that crap again. See, to me, the offensive line is ready. And to a certain degree, the numbers kind of show it. Because they did mention in um, at one of the press conferences that in 2000, was it 15, they decided to take a three-year approach, fix the offensive line, fix the run game, fix the defense. And then now we got to fix the O. The offensive line, we were, what, top? We went from, what, oh, the bottom three running game to top 12? Late in the year, we have his 29 a game. Joe really didn't get touched late in the year. And that's with Stanley Hurst, Ryan Jensen, Matt Skura, and Austin Howard. With the two consistents being Stanley Hurst and Jensen. Consistently there a whole year. You see what I mean? So, so the offensive line is there. Like, it's... Is making strides like Joe wasn't really touched. So with that being said, and you feel like, and they said they addressed all that stuff already. Because right. you still think about it. Think about the players who didn't play. Yonder got hurt. Saragusa, Alex Lewis, who you said we just wait to see when he's healthy the whole mm-hmm. time. Illuminor got snaps and somehow made an all rookie team. I don't know how the hell that happened, but somebody somewhere like what they saying when he was on the field. Mm. <laughs> So I'm just saying, like they 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 gonna continue to draft offensive linemen because it's just that's just the nature of the beast. That's what you need to but survive in this game. If, if they draft one and one or two, they expect them to start right away. I would think so. Right. So that would say that they expect to have that they expect they think they have a need immediately. So is it safe to say, based on your thinking, that one they don't feel like they have an immediate offensive line need? And won't be taking one in the first round or second round. Or, and I should say, do you think that they will take a running back in this draft at some point? So, to the first okay. answer, I'll say, mm, you said they feel they have a need for offensive Yeah, line. do they feel like they have a need? And they'll take one, to in, take one in the first and second round. Like an immediate I'll, need. I'll say yes and no. Because if he's the best player on the board, that's what they're going to take. Period. If he's the highest graded player, that's what they're going to take. That's how. That's how I view it. Running back. Now, I don't let me see set the, the need. Scene. I don't see the need to draft a running back. Collins, Buck Allen, um, can't get right. Kenneth okay. Dixon. Um, it's three backs. That's all we have, right? Is yes, that? Am I still thinking more? That's Do three backs. Know? So that's three backs. And a kid from year, Virginia year, last year. Year two. Year three. No, we got it. I thought no, 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 no. He's still in practice squad. Oh, yeah. You got year three, year three, year four. 
the other, yeah, the top two, well, however you want to put them, this will be year three going in for Alice Collins and Kenneth Dixon. This is year four for Buck Allen. That's three backs. Three backs who we seen when they get the ball in this system, they getting they're productive. They're productive. I don't see the need to draft one, and especially with the Ravens having the ability, the the consistent ability to sign backs in the offseason. Sign backs as undrafted and developing them. I, I don't see I don't the like need. It. I don't see the need. Like I, I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't get it. I don't see what's the big issue with Alex Collins. I don't get it. Like Alex Collins never got a shot in Seattle. Never. He get a shot here and he damn near put up a thousand yards and he missed what? The first three games? Like, yo. I don't like it. I don't get like what's the big deal? Like what's the issue with Alex Collins? Is, is it his name? No. feel like he's not the future. Running Why? in the fourth quarter. I'm just telling you what people Running in the fourth quarter. Running in the fourth quarter. His fumble issues makes him run timid in the fourth when quarter. When the hell did, when was the last time he fumbled? His job was in line. Ask him. Was, ask him why is he running so timid in the fourth quarter then? I don't know why. He just does it. Okay. And I've seen it All happen right, so in multiple pro- games. So what's the problem with Buck Allen? I don't have a problem with Buck Allen. I just don't trust him. I feel like you're getting an upgrade. If you can upgrade, I don't got a problem with upgrade. I just feel like they all kind of the same back. Okay. I think so, Kenneth Dixon is our best running back on the roster. I still believe that. When he ain't high. When he's not high or hurt. I think he's the best running back on our roster. So, what do you guys be opposed? I'm going to list three running backs and tell you what these guys, this side, pause. See. What? I don't know what the, how to say this. I'm gonna tell you three running backs. It's <laughs> <laughs> the attributes. Well, all, right. all right, but hold up before you do that. I'm not saying the backs in the draft aren't better than what you have. You said, "Do I feel that there, there's a need to draft running back?" I say no because those three guys you can rotate them in, and I mean, you get four, yeah. four, four. You'll get Alex Collins liable to pot one for thirty. Kenneth Dixon, the way he breaks tackles can extend runs. I'm like, the word need, like you don't need it as much as you need playmakers at receiver. As much as you need playmakers at in the secondary. Well, not really in the secondary, because you he was led the league in turnovers. But that don't hurt. You still need more playmakers. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the second on defense. Like running back, I'm like, come on. Running back is expendable. It's expendable because somebody in the draft is going to come up and going to be a beast. So, this kid, Ryan now out of Oregon State. White dude. Yeah. Big stock of yo. Yeah. Fast. Run you over and keep him moving and drag people with him. And yes, can sir. play in different positions. And, like, he can be that H-back that Cal Juice had played, used to play or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can he block? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Somebody who couldn't block. I was, was, no. Yeah, yeah, he's way different than Juice Chat. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, way yeah. more than like Juice play. But, and, but he's way more aggressive when he needs right. to be. Like, imagine. Look at Burkhead. Imagine, like. His way. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. on his way. Like, I mean, he can be that legit. Um, another guy, Chris Warren out of Texas. Big. Is he the son of. Chris Warren? Chris Warren? Is that I Chris Warren Jr.? It's he Chris Warren the third. So I don't wow, know. it might be. It might be what him. What legacy got? Like, I mean, this kid. So he's in Texas? Yeah. 6'3", 250 pounds. 
but deceptively fast. Like six I mean, three two fifty. Yes, six three. So you still pick, talking about big backs? That's two big backs in a row. I'm only naming three um, big backs. Both Scarborough's the third. Bo Scarborough was not going to be my third, but I would love to have Bo Scarborough on my team. Let me just say that. My third one was going to be out of Auburn, Carrion Johnson. He's, I like Carrion. He's, he's, he's smaller. He's not, he's not 6'3". He's six foot. But he's a, he's a big style back. When it comes down to it, he ain't not, he ain't trying to shy away from no contact because he really can't. He, I mean, he north and south, and he's gonna try to run you over. Exactly. Not too shifty. He don't have no hips to be moving him from sideline to sideline. So he's gonna get you what you need to get. So when I think of those type of backs, I think about what they tried to do with Lorenzo Talaferro and how it didn't kind of work out with Lorenzo because of injury. I think more so. I think it's time for us to bring in another back like that. We need an AFC North. I call those guys AFC North backs, like. In the mold of Jerome Bettis, but not as big as Jerome Bettis. So I think we need a back like that. He is that is the guy. You yeah, said. The first one, son. I I think those type of guys is the type of guys and Kalen Balaj to see Kalen Balaj is a different type of back though. But he's still he, six he, two two thirty. No, though. he's that he's the he's the prototypical back. He's whatever. He's like he that he, right. He, he could be the every down yeah, type yeah. of guy if he can pass protect, which needs some work. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, I would I'm be happy too, with any of those. I'm not too sure what I'm up to you, but Kalen Balage and Carrion Johnson, I feel so upgrade. I just don't see the the emphasis on the word need. Like It's I, not it, a need, but it's, it's an upgrade. I feel like need. what we have is serviceable, but it could be better. It's just serviceable. It's <laughs> serviceable. It's, sir- it's like they but that's a, stay in the market of WrestleMania. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. I just don't value that position like I used to. Like you said, need we seen our backs do good things versus ten different teams, right? Consistently, even even Buck Allen, we seen it happen. So need we haven't seen too much of a need at tight end and receiver for a while. Yeah, that's why I, I wouldn't say need. I, I probably used that word wrong. I would say it'd be a luxury, a luxury yeah. to have, like maybe fourth or fifth round if yeah, those guys. Like, yeah, that we could possibly bring in and really be like the way they used Juszczyk in Pittsburgh down the stretch of that last game that we played. Remember, we played and they used him. They was like, look, we just going to kill a clock. We're going to pound the ball with, with Juszczyk a little bit and then make it work. Yeah, imagine having that guy. Imagine, I, I say, can't even imagine having Kalen Bellagio on my I team. Would, I would, I like would, every down back. I get what you're saying. I, and I, I agree. I, I would like to see those type of guys. On a, on a team. Do you think that's it's not what they a mean? need, huh? Do you think that's what they mean when they say we want to fix the offense? The, I think that's that was my original I, question. I Do think the think biggest thing is, is what one of the needs. I think the biggest thing is when he said they leave no stone unturned. He was specific in the wide receiver room, but I think it's just offense across the board. Hmm. So, and it's still the way it falls. If, if. How the hell you miss? If Bo Scarborough, if Bo Scarborough was there, <laughs> if Bo Scarborough like that's that's a tough back to take down. Coming downhill with that size and that speed in in November, you know what I mean? That's that's tough to deal with. Yeah, I would I wouldn't mind it. 
I want to make sure we got our tight end, wide receiver, and lineman first. So I don't see it being more than above a fourth round lead if we address running back. Unless someone falls. Unless Sony Michelle. I mean, if we want to take a second round flyer on yes. KC and Art Brown. I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. I better take that damn second round on Sony. I tell you what. If somehow, some way, Darius Geis is on the board in the second round, no. there's no way in hell we pass on Darius Geis. He's a, he's I think it's tough to pass on Geis at 16, it, you he know, just based on his that. talent. So he leaving the first round. Only person I don't. You say he? You say he not going? He is going to be there. Yeah, he's going to be there. Only person I don't see why he should be there. There's a couple of them. There's a couple of them. Griffin, Shaquem. Mm-hmm. He had the draft. 22 players was going to be at the oh, draft. Guys said he's going to be there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he didn't heard something from somebody like, look, I'm going to give you that. We're taking you. Yeah. I think it's Pittsburgh. I think. Um, yeah. Pittsburgh would be smart yeah. to grab a running back in this draft. I think it could be Pittsburgh. I read, it could be James Seattle. Or Listen. Imagine him in Seattle. I think he's going to Seattle. Detroit. Detroit. I, I like yeah. him. I like guys in Seattle. Um. However, however, uh, however, I think Seattle. No, no. Yeah, I like guys in Seattle, and uh, I like Carolina to move up to 16. sixteen. So, if only if Derwin James is dropping, because if Derwin James in that second to to play in that secondary would be sick. That would be sick because because like Derwin James. Like Derwin James in Seattle would be crazy, but yeah, Derwin James in Carolina would be dope too. But I like I like guys at eighteen. I put it this way: I would rather Pittsburgh pick Sony Michelle than than Darius guys. Sony Michelle, you talk about AFC North backs? Nah, I ain't seen no AFC North back with Sony Michelle. I don't like. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I would I would be ecstatic. Like, yes, let Le'Veon go. You got Sony. You got Sony and James Conner. That, that'll work. That's that one two punch. That still would hurt us for some reason. Mm mm. Because he's going pass everybody. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. We got, we got ends that have a problem with setting the air. So you can get him right air. He is a problem. Bye bye. Mm. What do you think about um, guys at 14 in Green Bay? That would make sense. Make that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I don't think Green Bay. Ain't no need. Ain't no need to get him at fourteen when you can get like Denzel Ward or a Josh Jackson or Jay Alexander, or you could even go with Ridley at fourteen. But I think it's. I think it's, 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 the quarterback. The cornerbacks are deep. They like five or six deep too. It's a bunch. No, I think it might even be deeper than that. I'm talking about first round talent. Oh, okay. So you think that they think they might be able to wait until second round to get? I think they could wait second round and get Rashad Penny. That's the thought. Okay. I, and Penny a beast. Yeah, I mean I like Penny, but <laughs> I still hold ill will since the to, right. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't trash on no love. I ain't, I ain't no, no, not the rest of y'all people. John Kelly wasn't there. Right. I've been drafting John Kelly in my fast beat draft, so he can't. I did. I seen him. No, I seen him in there. I actually uh, like John Kelly. Yeah. But um, I like Rashad Penny, too, but I'm not going to dig him up just because we still got the IM series. 
don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting, man. To see what what happens in this draft. What's the what's your guys' thoughts on um the new talk about? Well, how do you feel about the Lamar Jackson visit to Baltimore? What does that What does that mean to you? What do nothing. you think that means? Absolutely nothing. A lot of these visits that the Ravens are having mean nothing to me. You know what it means? It's a smoke screen for not signing cap. That's all that means. It means like, we're willing to bring black quarterbacks in, but we ain't signing them garbage. That's true. I just think that they're just trying to keep the, the shade off of them right now for signing RG3. I just feel like they're covered in something that they're not shopping for. Mm-hmm. Like like them bringing in, um, what's the dude, Eric Decker, um, Meredith, all these guys, them bringing all these guys in, they're coveting something else. They're not coveting wide receiver in this draft. They're not coveting um, uh, quarterback in this draft. Whatever they 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 anxious towards, they're not looking for. To me, whatever, they just hoping that the other position that they're waiting for just drops down, whether it's offensive tackle, they got unfortunately. Their, they got their top ten guys who they're going to get. Because they didn't did we didn't did fan speak. They didn't did all our mock drafts. They know how the mock draft is going to go for them. Mm-hmm. So they know what guys they're going to pick. I need, an, I need to be in that room. I just feel like I have to. I got to get in that room somehow. You should, you should email somebody like, can we get like a little. Hell no. That's what you're gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I just want to be in there. No, I don't have to have no electronic devices enough. I just want to be able to just uh, to see that thought process while it's happening, yeah. and then like I could have a, I would have a drastically better outlook on how I would approach it from well, going forward. Let's say we was like one of us pulled as a cancer patient, and it's like, wow. Well, oh, no. Final wish. Make a wish. Al got to do it because he got both. He got both heads. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. Hey, chemo ball, though. <laughs> oh, that's bad. But, I mean, that's so make, bad. It happen, make it happen. Make it happen. Make it wish. <laughs> <laughs> now I wish it to see Ozzy last draft. I mean, like, like 10. Oh, it really accelerated, huh? Right. <laughs> that bitch was a button. He said, nigga, you fucking ain't you. Uh, yeah, you know, I get dabbles. I mean, I'm sorry. Get him out. Get him out. Broke character and everything. <laughs> oh, man. So, everybody see this? Is it smoke screen? I think it yeah. is, man. Nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You don't like black quarterbacks anyway. No, I think. Here's my, here's my Scully and X Files conspiracy theory on it. Um, at 16, I don't think they covered Lamar Jackson. But I think they think someone behind them covers Lamar Jackson. Mm, makes sense. So they're trying to show that yeah. they're interested in Lamar. Like, oh, well, we need to get up to Baltimore spot. Or we need to get up in front of Baltimore. No, you can get the Baltimore spot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where you at with your... That's where I'm at. Oh, okay. But wouldn't that? Oh, is he gonna call somebody? Like, I gotta get in front of Baltimore. Now I'm gonna. I need no. to trade with Baltimore. No, because what's gonna happen unless, is just, unless unless you trade back, and then your perfect scenario that somebody might like. All right, he the last top tier back. I mean, quarterback that I would see 
fit in my system that can grow. Somebody might trade back within the first round. What's going to happen? Out of the first round. At about pick seven. At about pick seven. At Bill Bateman's from seven o'clock to when, yes, I am mad. Oh, I would be. I think that would make my night. Make you I, that Here's the thing. At pick seven, I was just going to be on the phone with whoever covers Lamar Jackson. Like, hey, we got pick 16. We're going to get Lamar Jackson. But we're willing to work out a deal for you if you really want Lamar Jackson as the quarterback of the future. We can make out a deal. Do Buffalo have to move up to get their quarterback? Or can they stay at 12? They can get a quarterback at 12. I don't know if they can get their quarterback at 12. Depends on who their quarterback is. To get a quarterback or their quarterback? Their quarterback. Yeah, I, I think. And where they have to go up? Do they have two. to go up five or two? Two. They got to go to two to get their quarterback. Oh, yeah, they got to get in front of the Jets because the Jets taking the quarterback. I don't think that, no. That's you don't think the Jets taking the quarterback? Nope. I think they are. Nope. I got how, many, how many picks did the Jets have? They got a third pick, right? What? What's their second round pick? This is probably six. Six and second round or something like that. No, no, no. Colts got them picks. Nah, they do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You just, what's the Jets picks in this draft? Three and what? Three. And then they don't pick again until 72. And that's round three? Okay. Yeah. Three in the first round. They and they got 72, one third. I don't, I don't see the Jets picking. I think Jets going to surprise everybody. They trade back. No, hell no. Uh-huh. And take Barkley. That would be that would be legit. Quarterback, quarterback, Barkley. Yep. Like realistically, that's good. For we said who did we say was the best player in this draft? Barkley. Barkley. That's well, yeah, that's what we said. And the majority yeah, I, of people around the world says Barkley is being the top guy in this in this draft class. Who's the top guy in this draft class? But I'm just saying, you got you signed Bridgewater to nothing. You have his backup in McCown. That's a solid backup. Mm-hmm. Bridgewater showed you I can lead the team to a playoff if you give me a shot. Their running back is um, Crowell. You got you bring Barkley in and spell him with Crowell and and with uh, what's his name with Bridgewater at quarterback. You got Rob. Well, we see what happened with Robbie Anderson, but you got Chris Anua coming back. <laughs> You got Ardarius Stewart, and then in the third round, you can still get another tight end that, that Devin works. Smith might come back. Yeah, I think McGaggy, maybe Mark Andrews. I'm just saying, like, they're going to surprise somebody. I think they, that's the wild card to me. I think they're the wild card. It's like, you guys traded up to get Parkley? Yes. Because <laughs> where they was at, they wasn't going to get him. The second he break one, everybody, it'll be off. off, off he's, still in, he's still in the New York. Right. I just think Buffalo's guy is is Sam Donald. And I think he they can get him at two. Especially if, if Cleveland really likes Josh Allen. I hope Cleveland really likes Josh Allen. That'd be nice. I think I think Buffalo guys Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield. Is there any chance that Josh Rosen slips? And by slip, I mean out of the top, the top ten. 10 Hell yeah. no. Yes. Out of the top ten. Yes. I mean, I mean, you. If we hear the concerns, they gotta hear right. or know the concerns. Yes. The you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But is there anywhere he slips out of the first round? No. No. 
So I think right. somebody jump back into the first round and get Josh uh, Rosen before he falls out of the first round. Ain't no way. Like Indy. Ain't no way in the world he's falling. Indy, come on back in. We go back to. He trying, ain't he, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> All them twos. Give them to me, please. Who's the first round talent? Because we all big, for the most part, we all thought about a trade back. But who's the guy? Let's say they do trade back. And a year from now, you mm-hmm. realize they pass this guy, and that guy blooms from day one. And then the, the picks you, they picked didn't. They, they're not on par. Vita Vea. Vita Vea? That would be your guy? From day one, Vita Vea is going to dominate this league. Today. As a run stopper. Uh, and as a pass rusher, yeah. he's going to be even if he goes to a four three team, he'll be even better than a four three team. Mm. Like I mean, when he's not getting getting double team in the zero technique, he's going to be if he goes somewhere like I don't know, just thinking Minnesota or somewhere Detroit that plays that. Because at the end of the day, right. that's another way where New England can go. They can go right there and tackle. I I don't want him to. I think he would be. He's a great nose tackle, but he would be. So great playing the two technique yeah. because then he don't have to worry about the double team. Or even if they double, they can't double team forever because that center is too far for that center to go. And we already show you what he can do with a press. But in a nose tackle, he can face a double team and potentially a triple team when you think about it. So Washington, I think he. Washington, Green Bay, I would like them at uh, probably at Dallas. Washington will be. He can go oh, as early as Miami. Miami. And that 43. Oh my God. Been. I mean, it, I mean, it was just. I just if he goes to a four three team, I'm telling you. See, no, no, see, but but Vita Van really don't count. Yeah, unless unless he drops a sixteen. I'm saying that that's what I'm saying. A guy who would be around the sixteen range, and then you pass on him, and it's because we trade back, and then it's like, damn, he went off, and we could have picked him. We've seen it done in years past. So, but it's still that's two guys is top ten, top fifteen talent. So, okay, I see that. That I'm, I'm right now. I'm saying I'm fine with them passing on him. Is the two wide receivers that I think are the top two top two wide receivers? I don't even say two. It's got to be Cortland. If we pass on Cortland Sutton, and Cortland Sutton is AJ Green. I mean, I don't know what the hell else we can do. <laughs> <laughs> really no, 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 no. No, know what you could do? Look in the damn mirror. Uh, you know, you know. This why team trade back, wipe it off your face yeah. from now. You know why I feel more <laughs> optimistic about this draft for y'all? What? Mostly y'all too. For the trade back? Oh, not even just that. Just that they have the draft that they want. They don't mind. Is because they're not scared to say the people's names this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's because I like a lot of people to draft. Yeah. Right. More than last year, I think. I like, uh, that. Yeah. like I don't think I got another prospect that you can't miss. Deshaun Hamilton. Deshaun Hamilton. Ooh. Deshaun yes. Hamilton. No. Well, it's just confirmed the tape by watch. To me, I put out my list later or the top five wide receivers that that I think are top five. Because hmm. it changed. It definitely changed. Well Is he is Deshaun Hamilton? Hell yeah, he's top five. His and I'm saying top five fits for the Ravens. Like looking at what you have on the roster, yeah. I like Deshaun. Deshaun Hamilton is, Deshaun is a can't miss guy. End up and <laughs> he gonna end up in Washington. That's 
See, they got in. See, yeah, and that's a late need. That's not nothing immediate because they signed Paul Richardson. Because you got Paul Richardson and you got Josh Doxon. They're your two top guys at receiver. You just need that third. Mid and slap. Mm. Yo. Sick. That's what I'm saying. It's just so many people that's in the draft, man, like, that I can't really. That if, there's so many people in the draft that I really like that if they get it wrong, I'm going to be real pissed off. <laughs> Like, I mean, look, because the margin is so slim to get it wrong to me. Like, I mean, my latest mock draft is the way I want it to go now. I know I said I wanted Cortland Sutton, I wanted this. I want those two offensive linemen on my team. Like, because. What I, was the mock draft? I forgot who. I did. Isaiah Wynn in, in the first round and Connor Williams in the second no, round. No, it was Hernandez. Hernandez, and I wouldn't say first round. It, it was it first was first round. round. You got, it was 23, 23 and 31. You and got, then Connor Williams at 31. Yeah. And then I just I picked Anthony Miller in the third in the second round as my wide receiver because Cortland was gone. But um, yeah, I don't mind. I don't know what I want to do. To be honest with you, I just want to do something. I really like Isaiah Wynn. That's yours. Earlier, but so read his Johns. Yeah, the recent one. Really a sixteen. Rashawn Evans. In the second round, Frank Ragnow in the third, Brandon Parker out of um, A&T in the fourth, Kalen Balaj fifth, Tyler Conklin sixth, Trey Flowers <laughs> in the sixth, and Arden Tate in the seventh. I love every pick except for Tyler Conklin. Why? I do not like Tyler Conklin at all. Why? Because he a throwback. He's a typical tight end. He's not that, that new age tight end. No, I'm not looking for the that's what it is. We got That's throwback. what it is. We got a throwback. He got, he got tired throw. of them. Like, I don't want to see no more damn Dallas Clucks. I yeah. need some of them. Yes. I need them Gronkowskis, man. Yeah. That's what Y'all bigging up uh, Kelsey. Okay, goddamn it. Give me a Kelsey then. Right. That's you know, I'm tired of this. Foolishness. I'm tired of this. But I'm so like, like, oh, he had me until he's a Tyler Conklin. Like, this mother. That's the only one. That's it's like the not like he's, not a, he's not a bad player. He's just not what I want at that position. That's it. Nice. Kelsey is the measuring stick for me as far as that. Though. I don't know about that. Right. <laughs> is he in that mode? Uh, all right, I don't like him. <laughs> that's just how I, that's how I watch. Hayden Hurst is Garrett Olsen to me. And that's Greg Olsen? Greg, Greg Olsen. Who's Garrett Olsen? Oh, that's a pitcher for the Orioles. Sorry. <laughs> Old pitcher. But um, Greg Olsen. Yeah. If he's Greg Olsen, then who's Greg Who's Grump? I don't know. I don't know if it's I'm not even Grump. I can't say Grump. I'm not even a big Grump fan. I can't do that. I can't, I can't say Grump. I'm not a big Grump guy. Um, Goder is Kelsey to me. Um, Hurst is a faster girl, Greg Olson. Um, Mark Andrews reminds me of um, Mark Andrews got moves. the dude in uh, Cincy. But Eifert. not injury Eifert, but faster and better routes. And mm. uh, Herndon reminds me of uh, Charles Clay. Charles Clay. That's a very mm. good uh, analogy. Mm. And what about Gasecki? Gasecki reminds me of somebody I don't see. Exactly. That's, what that's why that's my guy. He reminds me of somebody <laughs> I don't see. Like. Huh? Because he's like, I'm not saying he's a nobody. He's but his, he's, own, he's guy. his own guy. He's his own guy. It's like, shh. What he do reminds you do me, with him? Okay, I'll give you a, a comparison. He's like, imagine Dennis Pitta, but faster. 
And he is a little bit more. I feel like he's but, think like, of it, but think of this his vertical game. It, exactly. He like, got that. Dennis Pitta before the help. Was Dennis Pitter was mean, bro. He yeah. Dennis Pitter was mean. But Everybody's you, like, oh, like, why did we get Pitter? Like Gasecki got Pitter. You see, are uh, you see Pitter? Because you see, you see the eighty-eight. You see the the style of run, but the speed is like a big wide receiver. Yes, and then his vertical is like, it's like I'm gonna say it's LeBron, like, but it's like an NBA player. He but, got a forty plus inch vert, and his interior routes. Like he, everybody know he got the jump on, but when he's running Inside? out of the slot, oh he give you a subtle move and just and that, he, he separates with mm. subtle moves. He's not very quick. He just mm-hmm. separates subtly. Mm-mm. Brenneman, I like Brenneman too. He he not in the draft. He's he not? retired. What? Yeah, he Adam re- Brenneman from UMass. He retired. He retired. Yeah, he re- he's he had an injury that forces him to retire. I think he's going into probably be going to politics soon. But yeah, yes, mother. Yeah, Adam <laughs> Brenneman. Yeah, that's why you ain't seen him in the combine. I did some when we ain't seen him. I was like, wait a minute, that's some bull. Yeah, he retired. It's a um, I want to say it's a knee injury. Mm. I guess that'll do it. For, uh, <laughs> for your career, then. <laughs> like Pitta. It's a political operative in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. That means he one of them Trumps. Mm-hmm. I, like how, I like how John always... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That's it. <laughs> Fumagalli. I don't know who Fumagalli is. He ain't bad, but he ain't what you need. Yeah, he, he could be my second tight end chosen in the second six-round pick. And I'll be happy. I'll be happy with that. I just don't see what anybody else saw. Like he just soft to me. Mm-hmm. We, I think we all got that type one play, at least one play in the draft that where we don't see what everybody else see. Mm-hmm. You, you got that type of guy. We always had that concession over here every week. Yeah, that's true. We got that so guy. We, you already know who the guy. Like is. I don't see it. Who that? Um, oh, Quentin Nelson? No, no Edmonds. Edmonds, no. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he Quentin Nelson. Yeah, he don't see I Nelson. I don't know how the hell he don't see Nelson. Wait a minute. I don't see Nelson being better than win. Being better than win. Oh, okay. I, I see Nelson's talent. I just don't see him being better than win. Okay. He's not. Okay. We have to agree, agree on that. <laughs> and then they don't see how the hell Tremaine Edmonds. <laughs> is Whoa. even worth a fe- yeah, first round grain. No, I didn't say that about Edmonds. I just don't think he's overall. I don't see how McGlitchy is a top the top. I don't see it. I don't see it. And that's what that's what me that's what me and John think y'all blind. Like what the I don't see it at all. <laughs> I do not see it. Oh, he the they, top tackle at all. Like, I have games <laughs> where I be like, nah, I don't see it. Y'all have one game. Right. Y'all keep talking about this one game and I be like, right. one game. he got pushed back this. What? No, it's not just one. It's game. not one game. It's Miami. And then, you know what? And then, is, and then, look, now, now watch this. Now watch this. This, this is down, this is how they downplay it. Look at his tape against Chubb. Well, Chubb ain't really the top edge rusher in the draft, but he's gonna be a top five pick. <laughs> I didn't say, I didn't top, he's the best pass rusher in this draft. And then what McGlinchey he did with him? Edge rusher. He's the best edge player. Look what McGlinchey did with him though. Shut that man down. They just ran a runoff. That's pretty much it. That's because that's all Chubb can do. Whatever you got to do to get him out of there, that's, got him out of there. I'm going to see him against Marcus Davenport. And then we're going to see what McGlinchey got. Okay. Because Marcus Davenport is a – or Harold Landry. Put him against Harold Landry, He's too. too. He, he probably picked that little nigga he like this. He got the moves. He got the moves. That's the fact, he got the moves. Oh, they probably played BC. Notre Dame. 
I'm going to look that yeah. up. At least at some point in their career, they had to play. Come back, that, come back to that uh, later tonight. Be like, yo. Right. Yes. <laughs> see that. And then for me, I don't, I don't understand why. I don't understand why people say Calvin Ridley is this and that and then downplay it. I don't understand that. How can you say he he's the best receiver in the draft? But he's he's the he has the best routes. He has the best hands. He played in the pro system. He can read coverage. He know how to get open get zones. He has the speed to go vertical. But I want quotes up. No, 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 not, not, but because that's preference for you. Want just a big receiver, but it's like I would pass on him. How? If that's what you need, you gave me all these key points to, as to why you'll be consistent threat in the league for fifteen years or so. But and that's your need, but you'll pass on him. Fifteen years. I'm sorry, Al. I, I apologize. He's twenty nine, thirty five years old, and ten years in the league. Ten, like they could get a rookie contract and you might retire. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> but I still don't, I still don't understand it. I don't understand it. They go ahead, grandkid. I don't understand it. I, I don't understand about? it at all. And then Rowling like to bring up the point where about him and DJ Moore. DJ Moore playing in Alabama would have did more than really. I totally disagree. No, Calvin no. no. really would have totally did more disagree. in Alabama if they had Tua Talova as the starter for the whole year. I watched the Auburn game. I watched the Auburn game because, like, one, there's not really, like, a highlight tape of Calvin against Auburn. And plus, Carlton Davis probably the most physical corner at the line. So I want to see what happens. Jared, what's his name? Jared Hurd. That's the box. I'm sorry. My bad, Jared. Shout out to um, you. You got a Jaylen W this Hurts. weekend. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Or Jalen Hurt. Terrible. How do you miss this man that many times? I don't understand. He's not accurate at all. I don't forget forget accurate. Just know where the, the, where the hot all. read is. I'm about to say, he don't read the field at all. It's like, yo, how like how is he the most targeted and you still miss him a bunch of times? Like, I mean, wide open targets. And then I'm watching him at the line with Carlton. And it's like, oh, no, I can't jam him. Because I can't get my hands on him. No, he's too quick. And I'm like, but you'll pass on this. Mm. I don't, I don't want, for me, I don't understand it. I don't, I totally don't get it. Because if he balls out and you be like, yeah, we passed on him. We got... Marcel Aitman and somebody else in the third and fourth. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, yo, <laughs> it'd be like every Sunday, yeah, really, just somebody to really touch down. And then we sitting there like, damn. See, here's the thing. I don't hope we pass. I don't want us to pass on him. Right. If, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I don't want to pass on him <laughs> unless we pick. <laughs> One of the guys that I like, Isaiah Wynn. Okay. One of the, you know, a tight, tight end. Right. Hurts. Right. I would much rather somebody do a Carl Pick. Davis. Not Carl Davis. Uh, Co- um, Calvin. Davis. Last Damn, year. Damn, I can't think of his name. Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Yes. We well, get every. We get somebody every. go ahead and read. I'm like, all right, cool. We ain't pass on him. I, I can rock with that. And Corey <laughs> Davis. And big goddamn McGlitchie. I'm telling you right now. Oh, my Lord. Sideline's going to get sued. They're getting sued. That might be the last sideline talk for me for like a month. So, right, I'll I'll leave us. I don't anticipate by that time I'll be able to walk without crutches too tough. But I'm going to try to hop my little out of that building. 
Niggas ain't getting blessed. Nope. <laughs> Don't even people Let's get out. Nigga, I'm getting out of here right now. Well, I'm going to jail. I'm going. No benediction. I'm no I ain't gonna lie though, but but deep down inside, I think it's gonna be the storybook ending. I think he started his first draft with two Hall of Fame guys. And in his last draft, they might not be Hall of Fame. I would love it, but it's going to be one of his better drafts. I hope so. If he listens to the show and listens to our perspective, I don't know though. He has no choice but to have a successful draft. Can't listen to the show because we're divided. (laughs) But we want trade back. That's why I say he listens to the show. He got options. He can take pieces from every everybody's perspective. Because everybody that we've all listed, even in the IM series, are all very talented players. Mm-hmm. And we all see them as such. So if he picks one of those very talented players, if he picks John Kelly at some point, I'm not going to be like, fucking John Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I like John Kelly. If he picks Carlton Davis at some point, I'm like, mm-hmm. I like Carlton Davis. Pick. Right. If he picks any mm-hmm. of the guards we mentioned, I'm going to be ecstatic because I like all the guards that we mentioned. If he, if he picks any of the quarterbacks we mentioned, I'm gonna be ecstatic because I like all the quarterbacks we picked, we mentioned. I would lose my damn mind when you picked the quarterback. Hey, sixteen. You know who my quarterback was uh, Sam Donald. Oh well, that ain't happening. Right. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, what? You get my like quarterback. I said. I saw. I had <laughs> Sam Donald on a uh, fan speaker. I'm like, no, shut up. Well, interior. Right. <laughs> if he no, picks wait. any player, we I am sorry. We we are really gonna be in good shape. Just think about who's that. My, who's my? I am, we do we do wide receiver, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was the? Who was the guy? Gallup? Gallup. This was Gallup. Speaking of people that's open and getting overthrown. Oh, I picked DJ Moore. Uh, yeah, I mean, I ain't going to be upset, but. Yeah. Captain Kirk. I'd be happy. I'd be happy with Moore. It's just what Moore needs. It needs work. Yeah. Yeah, Kirk, Moore needs work. who you have? I don't think I, I think it was off. The yeah, I think he was off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, let's just say you pick Corlin. Um, no, so he didn't pick Corlin. Yeah. Nobody so, picked Corlin. No, so he would have picked Corlin if he had been. He was here. He picked James Washington. Oh, that's right. Y'all kept, yeah, yeah. y'all kept sliding them. Y'all kept sliding James Washington. <laughs> you don't like James Washington? I don't like James Washington. I ain't going to say I don't like him. I, I like him. Wow. <laughs> I just got other preferences. That's all. He had day two guy. He had day two guy. Yes, yeah. Lord. But I would rather have Deshaun Hamilton than, uh, than James Washington. I think James Washington played faster than his 40 time. Yeah. yeah. Ain't no way that's for five. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. About James Washington, he's aggressive, going after the ball at its highest point every time. But he and then he concentration, concentration drive. But he built like a orangutan. That is true. Cause he, you know, he like he looked like we five ten, but his arms all the way down here, so he just snatching. They definitely like Caesar. All right. <laughs> Somebody say something else. I can't end on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> 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 hey, yo. yo, could you imagine us being in a mall? Oh, and my God. Somebody who's supposed to be in the Planet Apes, and one of us walk up like. Oh! <laughs> I'm through. I'm 
But we would be losing it somewhere. He would be like, what the fuck is that? Everybody would lose it. Oh my gosh. Hey, look, man. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the Sideline Talk. Um, April 26th. I was going to, I should ask you first before I do this. NFL draft party just for the first round. Um, we'll, we'll be giving out AMC movie gift cards. So that also is the night where um, Infinity War comes out. So hey, you might get a free trip to see Infinity War that weekend. Um, live show giveaways, a lot of fun, a lot of conversations, um, a lot of great moments will be made that night. It is bring your own beer, uh, bring your own beer, buy your own food. If you you know, just just come out and have a good time. Address: Bill Bateman's in Rosedale. 6241 Kenwood Avenue. Yes, sir. Same shopping center with the uh, library. Be blessed. Be productive. Be more. We love you. We out. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com slash cloud.